For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is the Podcast Help Desk with Mike Dell. Is this thing on? Yeah, is it on? Yep, I think it is. All the uh, needles are wiggling, the lights are lighting, so I must be on the air. We're going to take a little break from the uh, 101 series that uh, seems to be coming slowly here and talk about something that's been kind of on my mind lately. And it pertains to podcasting, of course. But I want to know what you guys think about it. So please leave a a voice comment right there on the website at podcasthelpdesk.com or email me, mike at mikedell.com or podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com. They both uh, end up in my inbox. So (laughs) go there. And uh, the subject I want to talk about is the podcasting passion. You know, back when podcasting started, yes, I'm an old geezer when it comes to podcasting. And back when it started, you know, it was kind of a, a passion project for most people. Uh, you know, I can only speak for myself, but I know a lot of people felt the same way. Is They always wanted to have their own radio show, and so they figured, well, podcasting's the next best thing, and Of course, everybody uh, was teasing that uh, podcasting is Wayne's world for radio, and and they got a point. But you know, part part of the trend that I'm seeing lately, uh, you know, being that I work in the industry and you know talk to a lot of people about it uh, at various technical abilities and and various uh, levels of whether this is a business, a hobby. Uh, an advanced hobby, uh, an integral part of a marketing plan. I mean, there's just a hundred w- ways that you can use podcasting for you know one thing or another. You know, to teach people, to entertain people, to just get stuff off your chest, whatever it is. But generally, in the past, and you know, and I'm sure currently as well, there's a lot of people that are doing it for the passion of it, the passion for the subject that they're talking about, or the passion for podcasting itself. You know, a lot of us podcasters that podcast about podcasting, well, that's why we do it. We do it because we're passionate about the medium and, you know, it's not so much a business now. Some people have made a business out of it and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong whatsoever. But just like any other thing that you get into, you know, especially, you know, talking to you hobbyists right now or, you know, your dabblers or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, when people get into something, they get into it. That's why when you get on the Facebook groups, you hear people or you hear, you read people asking the same questions over and over. What podcast hosts should I use? What microphones should I use? What software should I use to edit my podcast and all that? But I've noticed the questions changing a little bit as well. And of course, all of those are still there. 
But when I talk about passion, maybe it isn't passion that I'm talking about. It's, it's, I'm seeing a trend where the podcaster isn't doing a whole lot of the podcasting themselves. You know, sure, they flip on the mic and they provide the content. And, you know, a lot of people will say that content's king, and it is. But you really, 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 you know, if you're really into something, you should learn, you know, enough to get by. You know, I, I don't know how many times I get on a phone call or uh, email thread with somebody that I'm trying to help, and I say, well, you need to log into your website and do X. And, okay, well, i got to talk to my web developer to do such and such. Or they ask me about, you know, uh, something to do with uh, editing or replacing a file or whatever. Uh, you know, it's like, well, i got to talk to my producer about that, or my VA does this, and, you know, my assistant does that, and, and all that. And I'm like, well, geez, you know, I'm sitting here in my basement, literally, you know, yes, I've got some pretty good equipment here and all that, so I've spent a little money. But, you know, basically, I've got a microphone, and I'm talking into the microphone, and it's recording on my computer and on my digital recorder over on the side, you know, because, you know, I'm kind of uh, a geek that way, so I want as much uh, redundancy as I can possibly get, because if I say anything prof- profound, I don't want to have to say it again. <laughs> Of course, I repeat myself enough, so it probably wouldn't hurt if I lost one. But what I'm getting at is, you know, really, uh, how hard is it? And, and you know, please answer me. I, I may maybe just thinking, you know, my old fart podcast uh, person thoughts here, but uh, how hard is it to learn the basics of MP3 encoding? You know, with the software we have today, uh, you know, Adobe Audition, Audacity, you know, it's not super hard to to encode an MP3 at a size that uh, you want to encode it at. It's not so hard to, you know, cut the ends off or go through and edit out the ums if you want to. I personally wouldn't spend the time to do that, but, you know, it's not, you know, as I like to say, it's not rocket surgery. It's you know, yes, there's a learning curve to it, you know, and all this stuff isn't as, as totally push button easy as some people make it out to be, but it's not super hard either. It's not so hard that, you know, a few, uh, you know, a few hours of reading the right stuff. Now, see, there's a lot of bad information out there, so that's why I would suggest that you, uh, you know, figure out who who you want to listen to and then go with it. But it's not that hard to do yourself. You don't need a producer. You don't need a web designer. You don't need an editor. You don't need someone to write your show notes for crying out loud. (laughs) I mean, sorry, this is my opinion. Okay. So if you don't like it, great. Argue with me, please send some feedback, but it's not so hard that, that you need all of that stuff. Yes, you should learn your craft and, you know, spend a little time. And, you know, my friend Dave Jackson always says that you can either spend time or you can spend money. Well, I think it's money well spent to, uh, to do the time thing. You know, learn the stuff. It, it, you know, the basic gist of it, especially if you do it the way I 
say to do it, and and even the way uh, Dave Jackson or or Daniel Lewis or you know any of the other podcast gurus out there that are you know doing it the right way, you know if you're doing it that way, it's a matter of getting the content right. You know, so you get your content right. That's your job. And then learn enough of the tech to be able to post it yourself and learn enough of the tech to, you know, maintain your website. Yeah, if you want to have someone design a website, that's awesome. But you shouldn't have to rely on somebody else to post your posts. You shouldn't have to rely on somebody else to do the updates on your WordPress site. It's not that difficult. It's really not. It, 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 you know, it can be daunting at first. There's, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts and, you know, through the episodes here and, uh, and elsewhere, we try to, you know, take the tech out of it or at least to make the tech disappear. But that I guess is the goal is get it to the point where, you know, then you're just worried about the content, you know, what you say into the microphone and, you know, whatever else you do, um, you know, so. Maybe it isn't passion. I, I like I said. I'm just I just flipped the mic on here, figuring you know I wanted to get something off my chest here. So you know, bear with me. Uh, it is podcast related. It's just you know, I, uh, day in day out. It's you know, well I got to get with my developer and do such and such and this and that and the other thing, and and then worrying about the wrong things. You know, podcasting is a distribution method. That's what it is. You know, podcasting the content, the contents, you know, like I said, it's up to you. It's a show. You could put the show on YouTube. You could put the show on, you know, just put a link on your website to the show for people to download, or you could put the show on radio or on satellite or on television or Roku or, you know, any uh, number of other outlets for your content. So, you know, the content's not what I'm talking about. It's the technology behind the content. But if you're into this medium, you should really learn, you know, how it works. You know, podcasting is different than other mediums, you know, YouTubers, you know, the thing with YouTube is you're building your castle on Google's platform. You know, YouTube's owned by Google. And just recently, Google changed their terms, so a lot of people that were making a little bit of money on YouTube aren't making any money on YouTube. And those that are making a bunch of money on YouTube are still probably making a bunch of money on YouTube. That kind of thing. But you don't have control over that. YouTube's just video. You throw a video up there, and whatever happens to it, happens to it. Well, people think that podcasting... You can control every other, every little tiny itty bitty thing, and you sort of can. But once it's out there, you know, once it's in the RSS feed, however you get it to the RSS feed, once it's in the RSS feed, it's up to the app developers, it's up to the directories, it's up to the big platforms like Apple and Google and Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, Spotify, you know, Spreaker's also a uh, host. But what I'm saying is, is all the different apps handle the RSS differently. All it is your job, you know, technically is to get your episodes into the RSS feed and have that RSS feed be compatible with the RSS2 specifications. 
Okay, yeah, that's geeky, but it's not that hard. It really isn't. Uh, it, it it's complicated. Don't get me wrong. It's complicated, but once it's set up, you know, we've got lots of uh, people out there that are willing to help with the uh, tech stuff, and there's lots of good resources out there. You should be able to do it yourself, or you should at least know how it works. You know, I don't know how many times a week I get an email saying, I posted my episode two hours ago, and it's not in iTunes yet. Well, it's not in iTunes directory yet, but is it in your RSS feed? Do you know how to check whether it's in your RSS feed? That's something that you really should check, because... It could be that Apple broke. <laughs> Something broke at Apple, and their directory isn't updating. It doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. It doesn't mean that the technology has done anything wrong. It could be that just Apple in particular, or, you know, I'll get a, a email saying that, you know, well, every other platform is working but Google. What is wrong with my feed? And I'm like, no, oh, you're thinking about this wrong. <laughs> Check your feed, and if your feed is good then there's something wrong with Google. It's not you. <laughs> it's not your technology. You know, things like that that would just go a long way to put your mind at ease, you know, when something doesn't go the way you think it ought to. You know, and, I, and a lot of people coming into this space are, you know, technologically challenged a little bit. And that's fine. That's great. That's what, uh, you know, that's what tech supports for at the hosting companies. That's what, you know, gurus, uh, I call them gurus. All right. So maybe they're not gurus, but you know, guys like Dave Jackson over at school of podcasting, uh, Daniel Lewis, uh, Ray Ortega, uh, Cliff Ravenscraft to a certain extent. Uh, although I think he's kind of getting out of it a little bit, or at least out of the teaching part. But, you know, all these people are out there to help you get over the tech. Once the tech is out of the way, you're in good shape. So invest a little bit of time, a little bit of passion into your craft. You know, yeah, the, the guy on the 6 o'clock news at the local radio station probably, or the TV station, probably doesn't know how the transmitter works. But I bet you they have a pretty good idea how the basic technology works. You know, now I don't expect him to be out there changing final tubes on a on a transmitter out in the middle of nowhere or climbing up a tower adjusting the antenna. But, you know, people that are into broadcasting know how their technology works somewhat. Anyway, you know, <laughs> I guess I'm going around in circles. But, you know, just be a little more diligent uh, about, you know, how this stuff all works, you know, uh, and, and I'll give you the one, two, three. Basically what a podcast is, is an audio or video file or sometimes text, but mostly audio, um, sometimes video, sometimes text that is distributed via RSS. Okay. So the main thing about your podcast is the RSS feed. Okay. So once you have that, and you know how to check to make sure it's healthy and make sure that it conforms to all the uh, standards, which is not, like I said, not real hard. It's just got to learn a little bit. Now, once that's done, you put out an episode, you check your RSS feed as long as it's in there the way it should be. And as long as your audio is good, you know, the way you want it, then 
The rest is up to the internet, up to the world. It's up to the apps. It's up to the directories. It's, you know, all this stuff. It's not, you know, automatically if one of those places doesn't do what you expect it to do, it is not automatically the fault of your RSS feed. You know, it could be. You know, there are some weirdities out there. I could go into some, some specifics, but it's not necessary. I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, automatically blaming, you know, one thing when, when you're not exactly sure how the whole thing works, uh, you know, can be a little short-sighted. Now, in the case of Blueberry, you know, Blueberry is multiple things. You know, Blueberry is a podcast media hosting company. It's a podcast analytics company, and it's also a public directory, just like Apple, just like Google Play Podcasts, just like any other podcast directory out there, Blueberry has that component. But that Blueberry directory component doesn't have any effect on any of the other directories. Okay, so... You know, just because, say, Blueberry didn't update in three seconds doesn't mean that Apple's going to have a problem. Doesn't mean that Google's going to have a problem. Now, that is one way to check that things are going all right, but you got to have your expectations in the right place. Your expectations need to be, you know, that it's a pull technology. It's not a push technology. So when you put out an episode into your RSS feed, all you're doing is dropping that episode into a text file sitting on a server somewhere, wherever that might be. It just is basically a text file. Okay, it's, it's uh, encoded a little differently, obviously, but it's text. And that text is just sitting there waiting for all these places and all these people, all your subscribers, all these apps, all these directories to pull that RSS feed. When you put out an episode, it doesn't push it to iTunes. It doesn't push it to Google. It doesn't push it to Stitcher. It pulls it. When Stitcher, Google, iTunes, Apple, whatever you want to call it, pulls that from that text file. So, you know, don't overthink it. You know, you're putting it out on the transmitter, okay? So if you're at a radio station and you do your show at uh, 11 o'clock and somebody doesn't turn on their radio until 11.15, they're not going to hear you until they turn their radio on. Same thing with all these apps, all these directories. They're not going to be tuned into your RSS feed until they get around to it. And then they will pull it in. So... The main thing is, is to, you know, as far as the tech goes, make sure that your RSS feed's healthy. So when you put out an episode, check your RSS feed. You know, it's, it's pretty easy. You load your RSS feed into a validator or you load your RSS feed into your browser. If you have Firefox browser, it looks human. You know, if you learn just a little bit more, any other browser will work. You can just look at the code and tell that that last enclosure, your latest episode, has made it to the feed. Or you can go to a place like castfeedvalidator.com or podbase, P-O-D-B-A dot S-E, and validate your feed. You know, make sure something didn't turn sideways. But, 
you know, that's that's step one after posting your episode. So anyway, enough of that. I, I just, like I said, I, I was a little frustrated. You know, I just took a couple of days off. I was uh, out of out of uh, cell phone range even. Uh, so I was completely offline for a couple of days. I come back and uh, was sifting through my email and just noticed a lot of, I don't know if it's dispassionate. Like I said, I don't know if passion was the right word, but a lot of people that just aren't trying very hard. And yeah, you know, I, I understand that, uh, you know, you're paying for a service and it's not just blueberry. I mean, it's for everything, you know, for everybody, if you're paying for a service, you sort of expect things to sort of happen automatically, but podcasting doesn't necessarily work that way. There are some steps that you have to take to ensure everything's working right. And there's steps you have to take to make sure that uh, you're doing things the way all the directories like it. And I think definitely, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing that more and more here, explaining to you how to ensure that things are working and, you know, put your mind at ease and, and remember, yeah, podcasting is important, but podcasting is podcasting. It's, you know, you're not, uh, you're not doing heart transplants. Well, at least I'm assuming most of you aren't. And, you know, if a, a, an episode gets delayed by a little bit because of some little technical glitch, get help with it and don't panic. It's not the end of the world. It, it really, really isn't. It's, you know, it, it's important, you know, especially if you're passionate about this endeavor, you know, you want it to uh, work right and all that, but you know, making it sound like, uh, you know, the whole world is going to come to a screeching halt if you don't uh, get into Apple at exactly the right time. It's not such a, you know, it's not, it's not that, you know, Apple is just one place. There's other places. Uh, Apple is important. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the be all end all. And I guess to wrap up my comments here, sorry, I was like definitely on a soapbox. I, I don't mean to do that all the time, but I just really needed to get that out there. That, uh, you know, first off, learn a little bit about what you're doing. You know, spend a little bit of time. Ask somebody that knows. Ask me. That's what I'm here for. But, uh, you know, figure out how this stuff works and don't assume anything. Don't assume that, well, you know, I've got to upload my podcast to iTunes. I hear that all the time. No, you don't upload your podcast to iTunes. I explained that. It's a poll technology. They pull it when they get around to it. <laughs> all right. Enough of that. Uh, next time we'll uh, continue on with the 101 series. Catch me later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.